You ask questions, I answer. That's the premise of this series. It's about you, not me. Let's go. Welcome to Ask Kazi. This is a brand new series where I'm gonna take your questions from Instagram and other social media platforms. Let's just get right into it. What's the best laptop for editing and grading? Go with the MacBook Pro, about two years old, a mid-tier, you know, 16 gigs of RAM, i7, and you'll be in great shape. What kind of hardware do I need for Resolve? So hardware requirements are simple. Minimum eight gigs of VRAM, 16 gigs of RAM, flash drive for your scratch disk, so at least have four to 500 megabytes of read and write speed, four core i7 processor minimum, eight core is better. Is certification a must or can I get by with a showreel? So as a colorist, um, certification is not that important. And it's just like a degree. Degree is not that important. Once your work speaks for itself, nothing else matters but it's not just your showreel either. It has to be your presentation. It has to be your personality. And there's a lot of those aspects that go hand in hand. Can I use Resolve for editing? I will highly recommend you start giving Resolve a try for everything, end-to-end post-production. So you bring in your footage, you log it in Resolve, you edit in Resolve, you color in Resolve because it stays in one place, and then you deliver through Resolve. And you can deliver it in any format you want. And uh, I think you should give it a try and see it for yourself. What resolution should my timeline be? So I will highly recommend keeping your timeline in 1080p. It's just gonna be a lot smoother, uh, the entire workflow, if you're working with tons of nodes or whatever. And then when you're exporting, just export it to native resolution or whatever you want to, to future-proof yourself. How do I apply a previous grade to a new clip? So in DaVinci Resolve, when you're color grading, you have just graded one shot, you're moving on to the next shot, and it can use the same grade. And if that's the case, you just hit the middle click on the thumbnail of the previous shot that you graded, and boom, it brings in all the nodes and everything, and you're done. What is the difference between color correction and color grading? Color correction is that process where if you see something on reality TV and it just looks good and poppy, that's color correction. Color grading is, you know, the movie Seven. When you watch these movies that have this distinct look, whereas if you watch American Beauty, it will have a completely different look. If you watch uh, Sinister or Saw, it has that green, like sickly look, and it gives you that feeling too, and your heart kind of sinks. So that is color grading, where you're like driving the entire story through the power of color. What kind of deck link card do you use? If you are on the go, if you grade on your laptop, something like that, I will highly recommend getting their Ultra Studio uh, Mini. And it's just a little thing that you can just carry in your backpack, throw it and just, you know, go wherever. If you have a studio, uh, right now I have the Ultra Studio 4K. So that's what I'm using. It's about a grand and you can pick it up cheaper on eBay or something like that. So it totally depends what you need. You can read through their products and it's very self-explanatory and just go from there. What's the difference between a camera LUT and a creative LUT? The difference between camera LUTs and creative LUTs is that, you know, if you're working with uh, Sony log footage, let's say S-Log2, a lot of the times people complain that their skin tones are completely off. It has that Hulk green, you know, cast. How do you take that out? Well, if you're just working off of primaries from a log image, a lot of the times it's gonna be really hard to take it out yourself. But if you're applying their LUT, S-Log2 to Rec. 709, 
they have already figured that out and they're going to take that out for you because each camera manufacturer is very specific with their color science and their LUTs help you get to that point, you know, from point A to B really fast in the right way. And then on based on that, you just build a color correction or color grade off of their LUTs. Do you use Scopebox? So Scopebox is a third-party scopes that I use, and I highly recommend giving it a shot. It's about 100 bucks, but the way to set it up is a little tricky. So you will need a couple of things. You will need an Ultra Studio recorder, mini recorder, and then that's going to go from your computer into your Mac Mini. You have to buy like a Mac Mini or something like that. And then that Mac Mini is going to have Scopebox open, and then that's going to be going into a monitor uh, through HDMI to give you that live feed off of your main computer that you're color grading on. So it's a little like, you know, you really have to get that concept down, but they're worth it because that's that right there is the scope box. That's what I'm using. And the granular aspects of the scopes and the things that you can see there, it's just so binary, it's so black and white that it makes all the difference in the world. How much does Resolve cost? The Resolve has two versions. So one is just DaVinci Resolve. The other one is DaVinci Resolve Studio. DaVinci Resolve is free. So you can download it today and start playing with it. Not a trial version. This is just a full software for free. Unbelievable, insane value. Second version is Studio, which I recommend. It's $299. It's only $300. Uh, it comes with high-end Resolve OFX and some advanced noise reduction features that you don't get otherwise. Do you denoise then add grain? This is my personal method that I use. So a lot of the times with digital cameras, you're getting this digital noise, the RGB noise, and it's like kind of gunky and ugly. So you want to take that out. So you start off with applying noise reduction. So to take that out and have a pristine image. And then at the end, I usually add monochromatic grain which is basically gives it a film character because when you shoot on film, you have grain embedded into your image. So adding grain gives it that weight, gives it that character, taking out noise, you know, which is the digital noise, make the image pristine and very clean. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure to subscribe, share it with your friends, and I will see you in the next episode. <laughs>